This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Welcome back to another episode. This is The Real Talk with Adore and Daisy. Before we get started, I'd just like to ask you, how was your day? My day was long. It was it was good. That was productive. How was your day? My day was long. It's <laughs> always long. But it's cool. I never complain because what's on my plate because the only goal is to eat. Okay. Um, also, before we get started, we wanted to bring back up our movement, You Are Not Alone. We had a brunch back in December. And we decided to turn it into a movement. So we will have different events throughout the year, different You Are Not Alone events, different topics, different guests, different speakers, just different things, every event. So stay on the lookout for that. For sure. Um, You Are Not Alone, like she said, it's a movement that we started back in December. It helps with people who don't necessarily want to seek therapy, but we can talk about Different things that go on in our community, like depression, mental health, mental health, um, losing a loved one, things like that. Like just letting people know you're not alone. Um, yeah, be on the lookout for for that movement to we keep need going. That. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. It was a real dope <clears throat> event, yeah. and it was something that we thought we can do like once a year. But we got so many people that came, so many people that reached out, and you just never know what people are going through. So just be nice on purpose. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So we got two guests. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Let everyone know who you are and what you got going on. Um, well, I'm Big Key three one three, also known as Key Toy. Um, I'm the founder of Keys to the City. I've been doing a sipping shop for small businesses for five years now. I'm having my um, actual anniversary April 10th of this year. It'll be at the Garden Theater. Okay. Um, so they just kind of been growing and growing. Um, I just started a business, Eats and Beats Restaurant. We're on DoorDash, um, something that I'm doing based out of Southfield. Um, I also have an event similar to you guys coming up, um, and I'm trying to do it on Women's Day, but i kind of been pushing it back. But it's uh, called Bounce Back, and it's for women with postpartum, basically. Mm. Oh, um, and it's like a brunch. I was going to have like someone there to teach people how to do your makeup on your own. I was going to have um, – I got a lady – that actually comes and she babysits so you can sleep. So she come at night. She come like eight, you know what I'm saying, eight o'clock at night till mm-hmm. seven o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah. So Found she dope. and it's yep. So I was <laughs> gonna have her there. I was gonna have another lady there that um showed you how to do yoga, fitness at home. Need so it. just all those things you need to bounce back because that's part of the reason most people get postpartum because mm-hmm. you know you're not looking like yourself and that type of things. Um, I also have another event, um, keys to the streets. I did this two years ago, which is funny. Before I was a felon, and it was basically helping felons um, get housing, um, get schooling, because you know it's hard for that. Um, and I had a list of jobs and things okay. of that nature. Yep. So that's that's, that's so dope. Yep. You got a lot you going on. <laughs> so yeah. shout out, shout out to you. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> Putting on for the city. Yeah, sure. And um. Dang, I'm so amazed by y'all right now. <laughs> uh, my name is Kyra. I go by Kai. You can also call me Colossal Kai. I've been around for a minute. Um, mm-hmm. I've also been gone for a while. I did eight and a half years. So I'm really trying to transition not only back into society, but yeah. into my child's life, into everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. But um, 
I'm a mobile makeup artist for now, and I'm really trying to put myself out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but this is a start. Definitely. This is a start. You got to network to get out there, no yeah. matter, like, what it is. So this is, like, good. You never know who going to watch this and reach out to you. So. Right. Right. Yep. Absolutely. I appreciate being on here, y'all. Yes. Yes. You definitely. you definitely got a story to tell. So we want to know like about your time locked away. You was away from your child. You had a kid previously before you was locked up. So how was that? Um, <clears throat> leaving my child was like not just the, leaving my life was the hardest part because it wasn't like I was going away for a day or you know because even a day away from you know mm-hmm. your life and your loved ones is kind of hard, but. Saying that, oh, I got to go away for years and I got to take on this journey alone. Mm-hmm. That was a like a big pill to swallow. And I was only 19. So it was right. like crazy. What was your thoughts like when you got sentenced to time? It was like it wasn't for real. I swear it, it was like everything that they were saying was like echoing. Because I had them my whole time fighting my case on bond, fighting my case. And then when they was like, oh, you going to trial, you facing 18 years to life. So I'm like, okay, the day of my trial, she came with a plea for seven years, nine months. I'm like, come on. Opposed to 18 years to life. Come on. Come on. So up until the day that I actually got remanded to Wayne County, I was kind of okay. Everything was over my head. I'm like, I got this. Yeah. But that night alone, sitting in that cell getting processed, I'm like, damn, I ain't really walking back out. Yeah. yeah, like this, that. <clears throat> so it was kind of, it was scary for real. And then hearing like everybody, prison stories and then watching prison stories, it was just like. It wasn't the same? No. No. So do you think it's... um do you feel like it was hard because you had to leave your kid or just because you had to leave, period? Like, what's the hardest part being away? Leaving your kid. Leaving your kid. Leaving <laughs> your kid. So I feel because I'm a parent. I just... It, and it I man. was pregnant when I was in jail. So I left my kid and then I'm pregnant with a kid. Right. Oh, my goodness. And then I'm a picky eater. So I had to force <laughs> myself to eat. I'm, yeah, I'm like, no, nah, hell no. Nah. But, you know, luckily, like, you know, not even to um, cut you off, but I was in Oakland County, so we got hot foods, you know, I mm-hmm. can get pizza, but this was like twice a week, so I'm literally waiting yeah, I heard all about week County meals. <laughs> to eat, yeah, you know, yeah. so that was like the hardest, and me personally, i never been away from my son that long, mm-hmm. you know, so I was like, my son, his father was already incarcerated, Damn. he was in jail, his daddy just got out, but he been in jail his whole life, my son 14. Oh, wow. So, you know, it's already like you don't got your daddy, now your mama in jail. Yeah, and then, you know, yeah. I, I went to jail for tables and chairs. <laughs> I literally had a sipping shop, which I'm doing now. I'm on mm-hmm. my 13th sipping shop. And the company that I went to, they didn't come back and get their tables and chairs. They pressed charges on me. Larceny. When I got pulled what? over and they was like, yeah, larceny. I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> you know, so, and then I'm like, okay, so... Okay, y'all want y'all tables and chairs? Go where they, where I, uh, you know, I left them. This was six months later. So then, I, just like she said, I'm fighting the case, fighting the case, because I'm like, this is crazy yeah. that I even have to fight this type of case. Right. So at the at the time, I was working at Quicken, and because I had that felony pending against me, I couldn't work. 
you know so that'd be the hardest I, they part. like pay the money first and then we we'll you know, drop the charges i'm like i'm not working where i'm about to get three thousand dollars from you know so at long story short i didn't never pay the money so the the worst i was expecting was a f a felony mm -hmm. when i got to court they was like no you getting an f you get 90 days and you got to pay that money back I'm like, Damn, for some tables and chairs that they Or tables yeah. and chairs. <laughs> Where's the table? That's really crazy, now. though. Um, the hookah bar, because I had it at a hookah bar, they, um, they said they threw them away. Which I they probably gave them away, sold them. Yeah. Who knows? Damn, but that's the, ridiculous. The justice system is, like, so injustice. Like, I hate it. Like, yeah. it's so terrible. And like, I'm pregnant. I'm five months pregnant. I'm like, dog, like, no way. Like. Then I had just had a fight <laughs> with a girl, so I was in high and in max. So I'm pregnant in max. I can come, only come out for seven hours a day. Oh. I'm with the killers, the thug killers. Yeah. The, I'm just like, <laughs> like oh, get God. me out of here, and I yeah. ain't even do nothing. And you and probably I, had to fight because she was bothering you. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. You emotional. You yeah, like uh -uh, I, that's how I ended up finding out I was pregnant because you know it was like one of my friends messing with my my boyfriend, and I had to you know fight, and then she pressed charges on me. So when I went to jail, it was just all like yeah, it can't like get a no effect. worse. It can't get no I worse. I swear, when it hits you, it'd be like doom doom. Yeah, like, it'd be so much coming at you at once. Because I promise you, when I when I got there. And I was going to that court. I got a paper in the mail when I got to prison. Like, oh, yeah, Kim Worthy signed an uh, indictment for you. And I'm like, indictment? What the f Yeah. Come <laughs> to find out Secretary of State was charging me for somebody getting an ID in my name. Oh, How? my God. <laughs> I'm locked up. What do you, like, what you want me to do? You know what I'm saying? So it was just like one thing after another and I was really freaking out because I had just got to prison I'm still in quarantine I'm like damn I'm about to go on this side with the lifers they like you going to level four because once you finally touch prison and it depends on your time or whatever they that's how they level you out so when they said I'm going to level four I'm like hell no what's I level, can't go four? To level four <laughs> you only get an hour out a day like that's the so worst you part of it. Yeah, for 23 hours a day yes. and you only out for one hour a day and within that one hour in a day, you got to shower, use the phone, warm up your food. Everything you need to do have to be within that hour. So, so I was like freaking out. So how long were you on that level? I only, I, I end up making it to six months in a day and literally moving straight the grounds. And they waved me out as a level two. So even though I got waved out, I still went to a unit that was high risk, which was level two. You know what I'm saying? But it was GP. So I was straight. But then I got to hearing different walks of life, different stories. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm really with people that really killed it. Mm, did this, did this, <laughs> did this. But then it was like once I really got to know people over the years and hearing their stories, they not really bad people. You I know what I'm saying? It. Everybody got yeah, their truth for what's it. going on, but it's just like crazy. Like, damn. You in here. And you feel me? Yeah. Because I didn't got along with some people who didn't kill their babies. And I'm like, damn, straight up. Like, mm, straight up. You really met people I, like that? Yeah. I did, too. I'm like, oh my goodness. damn. I, oh, my goodness. So, like, they were, like, willingly and openly talking about it? Yeah, but, like, it, we got a law library. You can look up somebody's case. If you kind of uncomfortable with somebody or the situation that you bunking with, you can just look it up. Like, let me see what's going on. You know what I'm saying? But it's up to you. Some people just be like, shit, yeah, I did it. Or it wasn't how you thought it was. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you can go in like, oh, yeah, your baby didn't fail and hit their head. And they're going to charge you with murder. And it's going to be like, damn, the baby had a uh, head tantrum 
and they, it's still going to look like you done beat your baby in the head. So either mm. way, you know what I'm saying? Because mm. I done met people who done literally put their baby on the barbecue grill. And they literally did it. Mm. But they literally out here free today, living their life in society like nothing ever happened. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, it's all different, it's different type of stories. Yeah. Yeah, I, I watch prison shows and I know it's not like the same as actually being there. But like some of their stories... It just be wild. It's like this lady, she killed her husband, but it was because she was hallucinating and she was off her meds. So it was voices in her head telling yeah. her to do it. So she now that she back on her meds and in her right mind, she feels, you know, horribly bad about it. But it was the fact that she was off her meds and she was like, I was sick. You know, like that was something that I wouldn't have been. Me. Yeah. I would have never done so it. So she feel like she don't deserve prison time. She feel like she should be in the hospital. Mm. Like I a feel mental like, I hospital. Feel like that. Yeah, I, I, I feel, feel like, like that. a lot of people it's that a, go to jail yes, really need mental yes, health. Yes, mm-hmm. It's yes. really something mentally wrong. Or like, I, I uh, watched the episode on First Forty Eight where uh, a young man he killed his whole family. Like it was his auntie, his uncle, and his two little cousins. Like stabbed them, went crazy. Like stabbed everybody over forty some times, and bust down in the interrogation room like that wasn't me i mean in the interrogation room like that wasn't me mm-hmm. you know like he was saying like somebody said the devil took over my body like i mean i don't know to the extreme because i mean you did it to four or five people and but and that can possibly be yeah, true it could yeah. be mental it, yep and that can I, possibly I be was, true i was with a girl that killed her boyfriend that was cheating on her but it was just like she was like i was drinking i was mad but i never thought i was gonna kill him i just thought i was gonna I, stab him mm. he's like but then I, you know he died yeah. yeah she had five kids she was getting life i'm like because she probably then swung it the wrong way yeah, and then hit a man yeah, yeah that's what happened yep. yeah very it, it happens like you really and a lot of people <laughs> you don't day. even know like you really have to think before you act like i'm i'm learning to think before I, like i'm yep. first of all i'm learning not to say everything that i'm thinking right and i'm learning to think before i react yep. because you can't you can't take your reaction away once you react like you mm-hmm. really have to think before you react because I mean, it's like it could be life changing just it, that quick. It could be that one split second decision that changed your life forever. Forever. Or it could be a domino effect because it also affects the people around, around you. Mm-hmm. So it'd be kind of because I'm going through it right now with my son. He 15 and he just like I don't want I don't want to have to feel guilty, you know, of what of why I went away or what happened. But then it's like at the same time, I want him to understand, look, I'm your mother. This is this is what happened. We can't take it back. We got to move forward from here. Mm-hmm. I don't want his actions and the things that he doing and he put it all on me like because you wasn't there. No, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, my mom and dad did a good, damn great job with you. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? I saw you every weekend. So it shouldn't, you know what I'm saying? But it could have affected him in another way. I agree. So it's like I'm I'm trying to work on this with him. Like I'm It's trying definitely going to take time. How long you been? Uh, free. Uh, almost, almost two years. Almost two years. Almost two years. Yep. It's definitely um, it's definitely different adjusting back to the free world, like because <laughs> you talking about de- hard. My, my son that has been gone for seven years, and he just got out like maybe six months ago. And it's it's a lot, like, because your kid and, and just even people around you, now that you back, they expect so much out of you. 
Mm-hmm. Like they they really put you on a pedestal. Like you know you've been gone this long, but boom, you here now. So do this, do this, do this. Yeah. Or this how I go. And this how I go. You know. Not that easy. It's not that easy. It's I get it. Easy. I get it. Not only those expectations they putting you on, you got to realize that you know I'm just now getting back in society. Mm-hmm. Thing what things are are now wasn't when I was here. Fact. You know I got to relearn again. I got to relearn to do this. I got to relearn to. You know, it's a lot. Yeah, it is. Do you know how many times I done got called weird or just on some bullshit like, oh, you weird. You acting weird. And it's like, damn, am I weird? But it's to me, it's like out here, it's weird. It is. Yeah. It's, it's definitely weird. weird. It's a whole different world I just world be now. looking like and everything then the expectations is, you have of yourself. Like, this is what I was doing before I was locked up. This so this is, is really where I'm expecting to kind of be mm-hmm. back. So when yep. it be like, dang, I got to start back on my knuckles. I got to figure this shit out. Because like yeah. you said, a lot of people be depending on you and having expectations. Like, no, you got it. You, you was good. You do. You know? yep. But it's, it's hard. And then it's like a mental. I just was telling... Because, like, my son, father, was locked up for 14 years. I just was saying, like, they need therapy, you know, for him to get back into the world. Mm. And then also he need therapy to learn how to be a father because he never really was a father. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's, it's totally different. Like, I tell, tell him, like, this is a whole different ball game. Yeah. Right. His parents parenting stuff yeah and then it's a different type of parent when they little and it's a different type of parent when they a teenager yeah because right. i'll be like you know ready to rumble with Hold my son uh-huh. <laughs> like bro you got me fucked up yeah. for real. <laughs> and i have to rumble with him because i'm like bro you think you're stronger than me i will beat your ass yeah, for it's, real it's because i'm a woman yeah so and it but it's different like with my with my with my son's father because people be looking at him like oh no you better not put your hands on him you know they looking at him different like so if you try to discipline him then you don't know him like that or you know you take your frustration so it's like i try to Ooh, get him a break I get it. yeah but i you know i try to see the you know the the bigger side of it too because it is sometimes like that like yeah. you can be taking your frustrations out that's, that's disciplining your kid yeah right it's so it's fact. it's hard it's really hard and then when i was in jail <laughs> with my daughter i had a uti the whole time um i was i've been Jesus. in medical for a long time so <laughs> i know when i get a uti i'm not getting a lot of water I'm instantly getting a UTI. Yeah. In jail, we can only get six bottles of water a week. So then I'm using faucet water. I'm literally letting my faucet water sit because it's so cloudy and nasty looking. Oh, my So I'm, God. So I'm forcing myself to drink the water. Got a UTI. I'm telling them. I'm writing letters to the ward. Like, please send me to the hospital. Please. I'm having right. so many contractions. My daughter left kidney, ended up failing while I was in jail. And they was telling me so many things. I never went to the doctor. I'm like, bro, I haven't had a doctor's appointment right. since I've been in here. I don't know what's going on with my daughter. I just know she got a heartbeat because that's all y'all keep telling me, you know. Right. So when I got out, I was just thankful that I wasn't like other women that had to have their baby in jail. Mm-hmm. You got to be locked up to the bed. You can only see your baby for a split second and then it's gone. And then your baby got to leave and go with whoever, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't get to bond with your baby, none of that. Ain't that crazy? This is yeah. a motherland state and we not even allowed to have programs to where like like Ohio, like Marysville. They got the program where you keep your baby. Yeah, you can keep it, your baby. So why isn't that here? Yes. That, why and isn't I feel that, like that here? I feel like that, that would have been tough on me. That would have really kind of like broke me down knowing I had my baby and I had to get my baby up. You yeah. know, and then no, you know, wondering when I get out, is my baby gonna accept me? Don't is know my me. baby gonna know right. me? So it's a lot. It's I feel like jail is really mentally. It's there to mentally break us down. Damn, you know, I it's a it. mental thing. It is. Cause, and 
I had a good support system. I literally had a, a list of 30 people in rotation. Like, look, you buy my commissary this this week. You buy my hot food this week. <clears throat> so that's what kept me in good spirits. Because when I'm looking at other people in jail, they don't got no family. Man. They ain't got no money. But that's what's so crazy. <clears throat> because it be like the people that you expect and you really think that's going to be in your corner. Be the ones that don't. It be the people that you be like, damn, straight, this motherfucker roll with me. Yeah. This is crazy. But sometimes it be like people not able to. Mm-hmm. You know, I looked at it like that. Like, you can't get mad because they not there because sometimes people don't got the extra $20 to put on the phone, yeah. you know? So, it's, it's like I said, it's a mental state because I was trying to be understanding from everybody's aspect. Mm-hmm. I would didn't want to be the type that be like, oh, you didn't have me while I was in jail, so fuck you when I get out. Because, no, it's no love lost, you know? I had the people that could do what they could for me, and my son was good, so I was That blessed. was my main yeah. thing, making sure that my son's straight. Don't, don't send me nothing. Make sure my son's straight. Yeah. Yeah. I'm was, looking out for everybody in jail. They call me Big Mama. I'm like, listen, we're going to start this business. <laughs> Look, you were stealing. No more stealing. I can help you push the business. And this is how I am in jail. Like, no, we're not doing this. Right. I'm sharing all my food. I'm the pregnant one. I need to eat. But I'm sharing my food. I'm giving chips. I wasn't charging people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was really like... Big Mama on the Rock. They used to call me that. Big Mama on the Rock here. You know, why I got to use the phone? Big Mama use the phone because I was really like, I was in good spirits. I wasn't Mm -hmm. in jail like, Fuck this shit. Yeah. I was like, damn, I still can't believe yeah. I'm in this bitch. Right. That's, but at I the same time, day, I had good That's why I said it's a mental. It's a mental thing. It's mentally mental. Damn, we got to have you at one of the You Are Not Allowed events, y'all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. for sure. Yeah, for sure. I, Man. I, I had one to go ahead. No, no, but I was saying, like, because um, one of the questions I was going to ask, I'm more like, I, I study psychology. So a lot of times when people call me, they're asking me, you know, they always ask me because they know I'm biased to the situation. I want to be understanding. And then I also can understand from a woman's uh, viewpoint and a man's viewpoint. Mm-hmm. So I'm always trying to understand the situation instead of just kind of like, oh, you didn't do this. You was like this and you was like that. Right. Yeah. I learned a lot while I was in jail. I was like, key, that's what you get because you didn't handle your business. You should make sure them people got their tables and chairs, which mm-hmm. I didn't. You know, I wasn't mad at them. I was looking at them like they was crazy because yeah. I'm like, it's murderers and killers. Yeah. But y'all come at people <laughs> tables and chairs. Yeah. I I mean, I even seen old ladies with, with with walkers in that bitch, okay? Like, and I'm like, what did Definitely. you do? I was drinking and driving. We got an, inf- an infirmary full yeah, of so. like older people, <laughs> so it's just like crazy. It is crazy. It is. I don't know. I don't suggest it to nobody. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> man. I was gonna ask you. Um, did you? Did you do? Uh, well, are you in therapy, or have you ever thought about it? No, but I have been thinking about it, not just for me, but for my parents and for my son as well, because it's like, I feel like I have mental health issues that I definitely have to address, things that I've been through alone, things that I've been through before prison, it's just like, it has to be addressed somewhere. Mm. Yeah. So... The, yes, I have been thinking about it. The reason I ask is because my dad has been incarcerated in prison in the, my whole entire life. Like, he's been gone years at a time. So, like, we didn't have to go to prison to see him. And, you know, as a kid, it kind of, like, it's not a good feeling that they shaking you down like, you know, you did something wrong. Obviously, you know, that's how it has to be. But that's not a comfortable situation to put a kid in. At all. So, 
you know, I've seen that and I've been there. And of course, when I was a kid, I really didn't understand it. So like now that I'm older, you know, like I did hold a lot of stuff against my dad because I felt like you wasn't there, you know. Right. But whole time, maybe you had to do what you had to do to provide. I don't know. You know, I don't know that. And right. it's something he probably would never say. So like I'm older now. I'm 28 and I'm starting to see stuff like, OK, maybe I should look at it like this. But I was an angry kid. Like I acted mm-hmm. out because my daddy wasn't there. It used to be simple stuff. I was a Girl Scout and we had bowling with dad. Like everybody yeah. else got their dad, but my daddy not here. So like it affected me mentally. Like and I used to act out like I used to literally cut up because of that like my mama might have i knew what the reason was because i couldn't voice that but i used to act up because why my daddy not here why can't he be a daddy like everybody else mm. and as a kid you thinking that because that's what you see around you see people with their parents and i wasn't in school like oh well my daddy in jail like you know like that's not nothing easily to express so i feel like when i got older i could have been hurting his feelings a lot because he trying to be a parent and he still got to be a man and still got to be there for himself. So like maybe he didn't know how to be there for me because he had his own stuff going on still, you know, fighting cases. And, and that's, then, uh, that's not to cut you off. That's the big thing. Like when you locked up, you want to shit out the world. You don't want to, you can't live in two places. Cause if you try to live out there and be in there, it's going to make your time hard. So you got to shut everything out. You can't worry about what everybody doing and who fucking who. And you can't, you can't worry about none of that. You got to do do your time. Go about your day. You know what I'm saying? Your mm-hmm. your daily, whatever you whatever routine you begin, that's you start that off. You continue on with that. Like, it'll be times at a point where I go, like, a month not calling. I'm getting busy, so, okay, I see y'all when I see y'all, but I'm not about to call and keep hearing, girl, guess what happened? Or, Look who was at the bar. And, or, so I kind of, like, I'm straight. Cut my friends off. I'm straight. Cause it was hard on me. Mm. I had to go back to my friends and here to the car to the car game. Like, yeah, they out there living. And I'm like, damn, I'm in this bitch for real. Like, I really lost all my twenties. Like, I haven't been out in the world n- in not one of my twenties. So it was like, yeah, damn. your life stopped, but not everyone else's. And it's and it's hard on the kid. But my daddy is older now. He caught COVID in prison. So like that type of stuff. Like now I think like, well, what if I lose him in prison and I, you know, been holding this grudge against him? Like that's really going to kill me the rest of my life. So yeah. it's like, it's hard, but it's like, it got, so it takes time for a kid to understand because baby, when I was young, <laughs> I used to express to him like, well, you wasn't there. Nope. Don't talk to me like that. Cause you wasn't there. Like that was me. Cause it was just like, and that's probably why my son's so rebellious now. Mm-hmm. He be like, you can't stop me from hanging with my friends. Because I'm like, your friends are not making good choices. Mike. Yeah. Like, listen to what I'm saying. I've been yeah. there. What your friends is doing, that ain't what's up. Like, that ain't And then he'll shut me out and he'll be out. So I feel like, well, if you out, why you not here? But it was just like, now that I think about it, now that I go back in time, okay, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Like, yeah, he didn't cry in my face, but I'm sure when he walked off, that probably hurt him, <laughs> yeah. you know, to the core. And it's just like, you know, listening to your story is kind of like familiar to me. So like, maybe I could feel how your son feel, but I hope that he get it. But maybe therapy could really help y'all because that'd be somebody, you know, explaining it from both of y'all, both of y'all both points. points. Yeah. You think yeah. therapy probably would have helped you? Yeah. Yeah. I it mean, ain't I, too late, though. It ain't, it ain't right. too late. I go now, but back then, no, I didn't go. Like, and I don't even think it was an option because it was like, I never really told nobody how I felt. I just used to act out. They used to hear what I did. Mm-hmm. I did something. I think it should be mandatory. You got a parent in, in jail, but you know, or a loved one. It should be mandatory for that's that what person I feel to upon your release. go to therapy. 
your A-Rush, your counselor should have all that set up. So when you touch your parole agent, all that should be already mm-hmm. set up. It's like when we get thrown out, we just get thrown out. And figure and it out. And the parole officer just like, well, well, And, that, and that's why most well, people go back because they don't <laughs> yeah. have the therapy. You know what I'm saying? They Literally. don't realize what they need as far as like killing or getting it back together because they kind of just throw them out and be like, yep, figure it out. But all I know how to do is what I've been doing in jail. Yeah. So I'm probably going to come back. You know, I got out for four months and then went back for four months. See? Because I violated. But I'm like, how did I violate? I'm driving out in Taylor. I get pulled over. They like, oh, well, your your life's suspended. So I get on a payment program. They say I missed the payment program. How? I can't even get a fucking job with a fucking felon. So now y'all expecting me to pay this and still live. So my agent like, well, I'm giving you till, till this amount of time to pay this. So you want me to pay you? I got to pay for the tether program. I got to sit here and pay for my day to day. Like, no, nah, I got to get it. Some yeah. going to have to cut. I gotta, I gotta drive that's to get around. The system is just my meant to come back because that's yeah. why they want so much money. You, they enable you and you know handicap you and be like, no, give me the money or figure it out. And then mm-hmm. the only way you damn near go figure it out is doing the same shit you was doing to get in there, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna either give you this money or I'm gonna be back in this bitch. How did you? <laughs> how did you feel about going back? I was pissed. I, I was pissed. I'm surprised. Like I'm I saying, was like, pissed. I'm like, shit. I ain't going. I don't want to go back as no PV. I might as well catch a new case. If I'm going back as a PV, I'm about to sit there on dead What's time. A, PV? a parole violator. Oh. Mm. When you sit there as a parole violator, during that time of you fighting the actual violation, don't none of that time count if they was to give you time. Really? Wow, it don't, count. Well, it don't count. Bye. Listen, when that. I say the system is so fucked, like, no I way. Never knew that. Like, <laughs> dead time. No way. Yes. So the whole time I'm in there fighting, fighting it, I was fighting the whole three months. And then they gave me a paper like, oh, we're giving you an NFD. An NFD is a non-fixed date, meaning they just picked the date to send you home. So I'm like, now I got to restart all the way over. Literally had to go to a halfway house. I was pissed off in the halfway house because they didn't let me use my dad address to go back to. So I'm like, why the, why the fuck I got to go here? I ain't, I ain't homeless. I ain't poor. I was pissed off. I was feeling some type of way. I was just like going through it like I'm stressed out. Like literally. So, so what are ways that y'all deal with depression? Because I feel like everybody go through it. Like just that, like getting For out re- and going back. Like, how do you heal? Like, how do you? I would have been how in that courtroom. Keep- like, you, about, I'm about to give you a reason to lock me up this time. <laughs> but like, that's, what, that's what I was kind of at. Like, what, hold on, I'm gonna catch with. a case. That's what they be. Wanting. This how it's about to be. I'm not about to go back just because you said I'm going yeah. back. I'm about to give you a motherfucking reason. <laughs> Oh, that my God. I could not stand my parole officer. I could not stand her because it was like she was riding me. Yeah. Everybody else was out here doing what they want to do. And it was just like she just, like, literally singling me out. I mean, I goes in here on my, this is my first day out. I go in there and she called my name. So another girl sitting on the side of me that just got out too. So we kicking it. My dad on the side of me. It was like a million men around. So it was like automatically weird because I ain't been around men. So I'm, <laughs> I'm just like. I made my dad come in here with me. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm talking to the girl. She's like, why are you talking to her? She a felon. I'm like, shit, we just rode in this bitch together. <laughs> like, what's the point? So that pissed me off. That was my first encounter with her. Because you're not felon. not supposed to talk. That. Oh yeah, but we just got here together. We didn't get rocked on the bus the together. together. Uh-uh. Literally, to get there, to Lawton office, we just got there together. So how I'm not supposed to talk to them? That is crazy. It be felons talking to each other in the prison. Bunking with them, being friends with them. 
all day long. Like if I was to go here in a job, this I kept trying to explain to her, you want me to get a job. Okay, I get a job. I work at a plant. This plant hired felons. Are you going to violate me if I get this job? At a, you? It just kept being so much shit with her. I'm like, I'm straight. So I, I talked to her supervisor. I was like, I got to get switched. She was like, it's no other, it's no other way. And I'm like, I gotta get switched because I'm really gonna. She's like, don't do that. I'm like, no, I'm really gonna, I'm really gonna hurt this lady for real. Do you feel like she was on your head though, because she ain't want you to do it again, or do you just feel like she was being a bitch? Because I, I feel like some of them just be like, be no, I don't want you to the, go back. I swear, go be on your head. I swear. I, now I that feel I like a lot of people it. need somebody on their head, you know, because a lot of people they don't be having that that mama that daddy be like, no. You know, you kind of just do what you want to do. So I Definitely. feel like some some probation no, officers be like, no. Nah. I feel you think like she said I think it's a setup. Because if I was a Anybody probation... Anybody that Miss Washington, I was, it's I, a setup. If, I'm telling you now. If I was a, like, if I was an officer for that, as long as I see you trying, I'm going to try to help you. If you trying yeah. to help yourself, I'm gonna try to help you. Now Definitely. You, now you do got those ones that's gonna come out, and they like they like prison. That's it, it's a part of their nature. They like it to be, but it don't be that. So they, they like homeboys can say free whoever. That's all you know. Sometimes mm-hmm. that's you so comfortable with that because it's hard out here. Mm-hmm. Everybody out here wearing this Jerry, doing this, doing that, and you can't keep up. It's more easier in there. Mm-hmm. We all wearing the same shit. We all doing the same yep. shit. Ha ha. Nobody stand out. <laughs> She's talking about ha yep. ha. No. It's, it's I keep because I keep going over there with my boyfriend. I'm like, I don't feel right out here. I don't I don't fit in. I don't that's why I don't be around nobody. That's why I don't go nowhere. I'm like, I don't I don't fit in. Am I weird? Mm-hmm. He looking at me like I'm crazy, but I'm like, no, I'm serious because it's like bothering me that I don't feel right. I'm looking at y'all like shit. Something wrong with y'all out here. I agree. But so do you feel like um when you when you say like weird, when you say are you weird? I feel like is it the big crowds or is it what they doing that make you feel like you don't fit in? It's both. It's both because I feel like before I hung out. I I had a lot of friends. I you know what I'm saying? I did everything. It was it was that was then. Now I was just like, I don't care to be around people. Everything, I got to question trust. Mm-hmm. Everything, you know what I'm saying? And then by my case being a high-profile case, now I really got to, you know what I'm saying? I really got to be on that with you. Mm-hmm. So it's like. Because you don't know what's your intentions, what you here for. And it, it's crazy because I just went through it. I just had to sit down and tell my son because he's like, Ma, I seen such and such at the store and she put me to the side. And I'm like, look, check this out. I feel some type of way because. Now, you to testified on me. You pulls up on my son, put my son on the side. I'm not comfortable with that. Mm-mm. That's a kid. I'm, yeah. Because you kid. don't know if I even I- explain what's really the going situation. on with my son. Yeah. So now I'm really pissed off. So now they have me on knockers and then catch a new case because now I'm on that with you. So I'm... I'm just like, I want to kind of like let social media go because she done rolled me on social media and I'm now I'm really on that because it goes back to how I even caught my case mm-hmm. in the beginning when social media was just now, well, Twitter was Coming just out. now in a hype. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, nah, I got to be back on that with you. Like, bitch, you ain't learned the first time. Ooh, yeah. You got to let it go, though. So, I'm, but that's, that's my impulsiveness. That's why I'm trying to really control that. It's not just about me. I got mm-hmm. three kids now. Yeah. I just came. I just had one kid this whole time. I just came. Okay, home. Well, I got three kids. You went from now. one to three real quick. Like damn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like social media can hinder someone in your situation because first of all, you didn't have it, 
and this is something new. So like any little thing could possibly trigger you. Trigger Plus, you for sure. Mm-hmm. Also, you're still dealing with it. You're still coping with it. You still mm-hmm. trying to heal from it. You haven't healed from it. So any little thing gonna have you on the okay. You know what? This is what how I'm used to handling stuff. Like mm-hmm. instead of actually thinking. Or whatever. So social media may not be such a good thing or whatever. Yeah, that's why I said. I'm right. like, I'm about to deactivate my pages because I'm. But then I keep thinking about in the business aspect. Mm-hmm. This is how I'm getting my. Listen, this is how I'm getting my. It's, you know a, what it's I'm a daily like, struggle with me. I is. swear. Like, <laughs> I swear. I take breaks from social media all the time. Like she had wrote me and I didn't even see it. Like, because I have a time. Like, I will get off social media. I will literally only be on social media the time my store is open, which is from 12 to 6. 6 o'clock, I'm. You like you know, I'm, I'm off. Right. Yeah, it's nothing for me to see here. Mm-hmm. I, or I'm on a podcast page posting a video, but I'm off. Like, so it's times where I don't see my DMs. Thank God, you know, because I may not be in the right space to respond. Right? right? Like, yeah, I, I've been caught off guard way too many times from social media. Somebody messaging me, like, you know what I'm saying? And and just in the heat of the moment, when I see the message, I'm going crazy too. Like y'all done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it literally yeah, happened yeah. just that quick. So it's like. I take control of my whole life now and then you got to do what's best for you. And sometimes social media is not where it's at. When I say like, it's, it's literally like, I remember, I remember Instagram used to just be a place where you go and post when you out of town and post your food. Like now it's (laughs) drip this, pushing P that and I'm rich. It's too much. And it's like, it's too much. Nobody's normal. Nobody's regular. We all rich. Everybody is famous. Everybody is famous. That's why a lot of people depressed because everybody rich. It's so crazy. Everybody look rich. Everybody looks rich perfect on the internet mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's, it's and that's why i said it's easy i was just telling um a girl that i'm starting to, to manage and i was just telling her like it's so easy to get famous now you know it is back then it, you had to Put learn how to sing work. you had to know how to rap now you that's just got to look like you got money yeah as long as you it. look like you got money you, you famous. famous you, you famous <laughs> you hit you hit and i want to be like you and you goes and order like what yeah that's just, then, that a nice picture and that's, that's why it's kind of bothered that's uh, that's just one thing that bothered like they like y'all don't got nothing. Y'all got niggas out here that snitch. Y'all got niggas out here that's rest, that's really snakes. It's and motherfuckers just, that really didn't. You feel me? Like and really didn't. And they popping. Cause what? Because social media out here. It was um something that I want to tell you <laughs> or whatever. I feel like your situation. I don't know who's watching. It's always somebody. It's a lot of people that watch. We get like over thirty thousand. We got over like thirty thousand views with all our videos. Yep. So like anybody could be listening. I feel right. like your situation. It was a reason we picked you, mm-hmm. you know, like we went, she told me about you. I'm like, I want to hear her story. And although you may feel like you this is somebody that's going to be like, oh, I'm just like her. Just I feel like just like this. her. So like your situation could be turned to positive. Mm-hmm. I mean, negative to positive. You know, being a bigger person is hard. Yeah, I never did prison time, but I come a long way. Like people do try to trigger me. Like, and you know, people be wanting to see you react. They want to see you down. Mm-hmm. And that's hard. I'm talking about literally like you literally got to, ho- you got to take a break. You know what? You've been touched by an angel. I, I, like, and walk that's, away. So, that's a day to day fight with me. It I is. swear. Cause I'd be like, all right. But once you master <laughs> that though. Yeah. But once you like, master mind yeah. control, like self control, because you got, not one kid, you got three kids now. So, yes. you know, they depending on you. They want you here. So it's like, 
You know what? I'm gonna yes, let I you have a that. daughter now. So it's yeah. like, oh. <laughs> listen, I be saying all the time, like, please keep me with these boys because yeah. baby, I, I ain't. Sometimes you gotta tell somebody, you know what? I'm gonna let you have that. No, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let you have that. For it. real, I be. I've been telling like, people, like, you know what? I'm my kids need me tonight. Yeah. For real, you know, because uh, <laughs> it'd be a lot of times, and I'm a fighter. Like that's first that's thing. Me. I don't want to talk. I want to fight. I don't care about nothing. I was a person that didn't care about the repercussion. I don't care what happened. But I know right now I'm about to So be now yeah. I just be like No Like my, yeah. my daughter and my son need me And as really like growing up I see my son kind of start to act Like how I was when I was younger mm-hmm. That's when I know I gotta change myself That's all mm-hmm. the way Cause Like I'm, I'm not like, gonna have you out here how I was Cause I was figuring it out My son I'm, I'm setting it up for you You got everything got you. set up I got you, you. Ain't, you ain't gotta struggle You ain't gotta steal You ain't gotta Nothing. All. all you focus on is the school and the sports. I just told my son that. I just want you to focus on school. That's it. Nothing else. Everything I got, I'm gonna take care of it. You good? Just make it out of school for me. Do something that I didn't get to do. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck it. Mm-hmm. But, the but I got my GED in prison, y'all. Yeah, so that's good. That's what's up. <laughs> that's I good. definitely did that. That's what's up. But I'll be I be on my son so much because it's so much street shit, gang shit. Oh it's my so goodness. Much, like it's so scary. It is. Cause all the kids want to be like NBA young boy. Now everybody he a op. He a op. I'm like Oh my God. These listen, these <laughs> it's crazy. The young kids, like, well, about your son's age, mine's are younger, younger, so they ain't on that yet. They still on robot. <laughs> yeah, you but, got like, but the ones who are about I even say 13 to about 16. 10. They, they starting at 10. They picking sides, though, between, mm-hmm. like, Dirk and NBA. Like, mm-hmm. come on, y'all. It's crazy. Y'all, not, y- y'all don't know They don't even people. know y'all. Won't they, never they see y'all. They not going to call y'all when, it's, when it go down <laughs> anyway. At all. At all. <laughs> and they be serious about it, too. They be like, dead. I'm sure. they, they fighting in school. Because, mm-hmm. they cause like, it's come about on, what? Yeah, like, come on, I'm y'all. I'm team Dirk. Like, no. <laughs> y'all don't know these people, okay? Okay, you got to. <laughs> it's way more stuff, way more relevant stuff than that than some but another grown man's beef. Yeah, no, but both of y'all stories are like really inspiring. I'm like an emotional person, so I've been holding it in. <laughs> like, you know, I'm proud of you. I don't know either Thank one of you. y'all, but I'm like proud because y'all situation could have really broke you. Mm-hmm. You know, like you could have, you know, could have never made it out. That's that's what I be telling myself when I look back, like on certain days, like I have my days now. I still be having my days, like damn, like I made it, or mm-hmm. like having my days, like what am I doing here? Like how did I get through this? Like how looking back, like because that's what I be wondering when I see somebody that just did like all that time. I just be like, you know, you you did it, like girl. No matter like you and and then it also shows you like no matter what life goes on, like it don't stop. It like don't as long stop. as you breathing, it don't stop, and you just got to keep going no matter how hard you get hit. No matter how hard you fall, you gotta get up. You gotta crawl. I've had days crawl, where I really run. feel like I've lost my mind. Where I've Girl, lost my I had that just going through postpartum. That's why when you mm-hmm. said that bounce back, uh, I'm going. Mm-hmm. I need that. What? <laughs> I'm talking about when you go through postpartum. That's another topic that you know. It's it's because people don't it's talk deep. about it. Yep, and yeah, but and you can literally feel like you're losing your mind with just the kid. Like yep. you know what I'm saying? And people, we, you know. 
I feel like dads don't really, you know, experience that. Not, hand, a, not hands on. Not hands I on. Just, I just had a conversation because I got twins, so it's like all day, oh, nonstop. Ooh. One walk, one sleep, one one shitty, one piss. One, it's just like all day, all day, all day. And now Oof. they in the stage where they trying to walk, so, and they teething, and it's <laughs> more than two teeth coming in. Yeah. So it was like, I'm just going through it. It's, and I don't want to sit here and look to them like I'm weak or I don't have it. I don't have it all together. But honestly... I cry for help. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because I need help. Yeah. So it's like, oh my god, oh my god. You, listen, and that, <laughs> and sometimes you just need help. Like you don't, and not even financially. Sometimes I just need somebody just else need, to hold this baby. Just that's it. I just you know, need a nap. I just, I just yeah, need a break. I need thirty minutes. I want to go eat alone. I just want to <laughs> eat and I share my food. Yes. I want to, you know, get a nice little snack where I don't gotta break a I piece off. Break. You know, give you my last. I like, want to sit in the tub and I have to keep jumping out. Oh my god! I want to sit in the tub and. Not have my door bust open, like yeah. literally stuff like that. With yeah. that drive you crazy, and I be, and you know what? I be looking like I can, I, I, I can understand why mothers have done things to their kids mm-hmm. because you can be in that psychosis you moment can. where it's like nothing going right. I don't have no help, like you know, and it's like this baby is driving me crazy. Yeah. It's Especially me people over the when it's your first kid, you know, because you don't yeah. really know what's coming. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, you got all those emotions. I don't look like myself. I don't feel like myself. I can't dress like. I used to dress. Mm-hmm. I got to take this baby everywhere now. You everywhere. know, ain't no just getting up, going, you got to find a babysitter. Because I'm like, yeah, I fucked up. My son 14, <laughs> my daughter 2. What the fuck was I thinking? What was that? <laughs> right. Oh, you started all the way over. Listen, I feel like that was... <laughs> I started all, I I started all the way over. What was it? I thinking? I'd be like... But, but you know what? When I had my son, I was 18. I was working three jobs. Oh, you was- I had a village. Like, with my daughter, everybody working right now. Everybody yeah. got kids. Yeah. So I'd be like, no, we can't do it. <laughs> Yeah, I was 15 when I had my son, and then it was just like all my my childhood was just gone. Say childhood gone, 20s and then gone. turn around, go to go to prison. All oh, my 20s gone. So it's just like I always had to be that adult. I always had to be strong. And then now I'm looking at it, I'm like, damn, like who can I cry to? Who, who can, I? can I? Listen, That's one it. thing about being strong. I be strong, crying to myself. One thing about being strong, ain't nobody really asking, are you okay? Are you okay? And it's Do so you need cra- anything? I, like, it was a time I was depressed for months and mm-hmm. nobody knew. And it was just like, only thing I was doing was drinking, smoking. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, not really dealing with the problems. I'm just, you know, drinking enough to go to sleep. But then when I wake problem. up, when you wake up the next day, hey, still problem. <laughs> I'm I'm here again, still you know, like. <laughs> Bro, like, See, I'm one of them ones that I like to deal with my problems. I don't care how long it takes for me to deal with them because I feel like once I deal with it and I heal from it, then it put me in a, it give me a better chance versus keep lingering on the problems. Because one thing about life, you can always have problems. Okay, so yeah, you might as well get ready for them. So like. That's just how it goes. So it's about how you handle the yeah, problems. It's definitely really. about how you handle them. Handle them, but us as a community, we normalize pacifying it like Mm-mm. literally we normalize that you know we right. patching it up and then but it's still as soon as that patch is gone you know the wound is still there so it's mm-hmm. like we gotta i feel like we need to we need to do better with talking about our problems or we need to just do better dealing with them like no nope, i agree because the, the problems go come or people need to um Make it normal that people have problems yeah. that need to be dealt with. Normalize problems. Yeah. Normalize problems. Oh, I'm wrong yeah. with you. You got too much going on. Or so some people just don't. They hide it. Dealing with a person like I was raised on love. Dealing with people that was raised on survival is very hard for me. Mm-hmm. Because I'm such a loving person. And I 
don't get me wrong, I'm not in La La Land, but basically <laughs> I was in La La Land, you know, being raised on love cause, because no matter what was going on in the world, I always got that love. Like, mm-hmm. lights could have been off, I was still being loved on in the dark. You know what I mean? Anything could have went wrong, I was still being loved on. Like, I had that family who, I got a family who loves me. So, like, dealing with people that survival, they think my problems be small. Like, mm-hmm. how you gonna tell me my problems small? <laughs> like, they... Right. But you so, you know, like, yeah, I probably never did time. Yeah, I probably never did this, but you can't tell me I can't feel mm-hmm. how I feel. Right, right. I wouldn't take that away from you, but I do be getting mad at some people. <laughs> I ain't gonna be specific, but I do get mad because I want people to understand, like, it's okay to have a have a back, but it's okay to need somebody too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I got a friend that is always something going on when it ain't nothing going on. It's only you. It ain't like you got kids out here. It ain't like you got to worry about no bills because shit, you house to house. Get your shit together. Mm-hmm. Focus on you and you wouldn't be on, on what you own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it'd be hard for people to, you it'd know, get crazy. that. Because, like, uh, I know one of the topics you was, y'all was talking about was, you know, basically does the way you was raised affect your adulthood? Mm-hmm. I say this all the time when people tell me about they man and, oh, he this and he does. I'd be like, you got to look at it, how he was raised. I got a cousin right now that her man wants her to do everything. He like. Bitch, you better cook, you better clean, you better pay some bills, you better do this. Me. But in my host- household, my man be like, okay, you ain't got to pay no bills, but you got to cook, you got to clean, yeah, you got to take care of them kids. My, yeah, that's you know, but I was telling her, like, you got to look at your, your man. He was raised by a single woman. She had five kids, and she mm. was doing everything. Was doing so as a that. boy, you see your, your mama doing everything. That's and men get expect. women that, you know, similar to their mama. Yeah. You remind me of my mama. You take care of me like my mama. Mm-hmm. You you push me like my mama. You cook yeah. like my mama. Yeah. So in reality, if I see my mama doing everything, that's what's expected of you. That's what I'm... And I, I really think that, just like she said, she was raised off love. I was raised off love, but I also was raised off survival. Mm. I lost my mama when I was 10. I was Sorry raped by that. my uncle when I was 11 Damn. for five years. That. You know, the first time I had pregnant, I got pregnant with my son. The first time. I'm like, how the fuck is this Shit. even possible? I'm right. hiding it because I don't. I'm like, OK, it's going to go away. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, so I, I was raised off love. That's why I'm always quick to give the love. You know, right. I can instantly notice when somebody not getting the love. You know, right. mm-hmm. I'm a person that I'm speaking before you speak. I'm smiling. Hey, I'm I'm the I'm the friend that's telling the, you I love you. Yeah, Every, yeah. I love you. Yeah. I love you. But that's but I'm I also with survivors. Because I, I also feel like I'm always that friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I'm more understanding because I've been through hell and back. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people don't understand my situation, but I can understand a lot of people's situation. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm a, a more forgiving person. People hate that. Oh, you forgiving? Why yeah. You? Yep. Shit, I forget yep. that nigga. Shit. <laughs> you know, I my uncle raped me for five years. I forgave him before he ever even said sorry. You know, because I wasn't go hold on to that hurt. I would see him. I still would speak. I never, you know, they. It was at a point where they wanted me to press charges. I'm like, no, you know, because my aunt and uncle took me in after my mama died. I didn't want to mess up their family, you know. So I'm like, I'm cool. But and that's when I started therapy, mm. and and from there. I was like a closed book. I was writing in a book every day, writing a poem to my mama. Like, how dare you? You know, because before my mama died, she knew she was about to die. She had cancer. Mm. And she sent me to my aunt and uncle. Have y'all ever seen, uh, what's the one movie, Crooklyn? Mm-hmm. Y'all never seen Crooklyn? 
Oh, okay. No, I was just it's talking about Lee movie. that. But it's I'll a Spike it. Lee movie. And I always say my life is just like this movie. I gotta you know? go watch it. Her, yeah, her mama had died or whatever. They sent her down south, you know, for her with her family or whatever. And my mama basically sent me with my family down south trying to see how I liked it. Because, you know, she knew she was about to die. And I ended up moving with them. So I was just so angry at her. Like, yeah, damn, you, you really moved me all the way down here away from my family. You know, so... I, once I got therapy, I was an open book. Like, I'm a type of person, like, I, I had to step away from social media, too, because I'm a type of person where something go wrong, I'm venting. You know, I got to vent. I don't care who it is. I'm Listen, I need you to listen to me right now, you know, because right. I got to get it off my chest. I'm still like that, but I'm kind of selective. With who you let it out to. Yeah, but yep. I feel like that's, that's a coping mechanism for me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I can't keep it bottled in because if I'm keeping it bottled in, I'm getting angry. And I'm going to go crazy. And th just like she said, you're not addressing the problem. Mm -hmm. Now it's becoming a bigger problem. I'm pacifying it. So I'm just the type of person I want to talk about it. Let and it then, out. yeah, I want to let it out and come up with a solution, you know? Yep. But like I said, I was raised off love and survival. So I don't feel like it affected me, but it also kind of affected the way that I, the people that I let in, you know, because right. I noticed you kind of just trying to love me off survival or you just, you, you using me, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because I know it's a lot of times I had to use people too to get mm -hmm. to where I needed to be. That's it's the point okay of survival. to use people, but it's a difference when you misuse motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel Everybody... Everybody you meant know, to be used, because if you not, <clears throat> I look at it as if I can't use you, then you useless. If, yep. If we both gotta useful, use each other. Right. You gotta scratch gotta my back. Be, I scratch yours. Absolutely. So I, I just really feel like, like, like I said, nowadays I feel like a lot of people we need therapy. You know, yeah. And the the kids, the adults. <laughs> you I got a baby. Like it. It's the bro. Like it. It's the broken parents raising the kids, broken, and it's yeah. like it's not breaking no cycle because not a kid gonna be broken, and you just don't know it. Like mm -hmm. parents feel like, okay, this how I had to come up. This how I had to make it. This is all I know. So it's like. You really teaching me what you know. So right. it's like, I don't know. I pray that when I don't have kids, when I have kids, that my kids grow up in a two-parent household. People always tell me, like, you think you're going to be in a White House with a picket fix around it. <laughs> but no, I don't think that. But with, I seen somebody tweet, um, one of my homegirls, her and her boyfriend, they've been together for quite some time. And they got two kids. And he said that he turned the Wi-Fi off in the house. When they had dinner, they was at the table. The kids ain't had no iPads. They wasn't on their phones. They was, how was your day today? Like talking, mm -hmm. like changing the narrative. And life, he felt, that's yeah. life. Yeah, people <laughs> don't do that. Like mm -hmm. they not sitting at the table they eating with their kids. No. The kid be on the iPad while they eating. Mm -hmm. no. And and I get it. You know, the kid is quiet. I get it. But at the same time, we got to make time for that because kids can go through stuff and. If you don't open that door for them to talk to yeah. you, they're not gonna talk mm -hmm. to you. And you yeah, because I seen on um, Instagram, it was like in another state or something, but a kid had committed suicide because they was being bullied. But they when they would go home, they wasn't able to talk about yeah. it. Mm -hmm. They didn't never tell nobody, but they was yeah. like writing about it in a book. Mm -hmm. So when it had happened. The news and stuff had went through the book and come to find out they had been getting bullied. They had been being molested. It just was so much. And this kid was only like not even almost seven or something like that. And I'm like crazy how a child mind can develop off of the things that they go through. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Off of what mm -hmm. they've been through. Yep. Like who told this child to go and write in this book about what's really going mm -hmm. on? Mm -hmm. And then also with, with me being raped. <clears throat> at such a young age I was like you know cause I've seen some girls that get raped and then they 
be freaky, you know, and then I seen some girls that be raped and then they just not sexual. I was that person that just wasn't sexual. I was like, you know, I'm not a touchy feely person. I've been right. touched and felt on my whole life. Even to this day, my boyfriend be so mad. You hate when I touch your butt. Yeah, just, you know, yeah. you got easy on me, you know. <laughs> I got to be a little, you know, buzzing, you know, because I'm still self-conscious about it. I'm a thinker. Yeah. Like, um, I never even had sex with a guy unless I, I, felt, like, I, I felt like I loved you. I loved you. You, you know, right. I wasn't the type of person that, like, I'm horny, I want I wanna, I'm about to go like, find it. So, <laughs> so it's like, yeah, the things I went through as a kid, it affected me, but I'm I'm damn near happy it happened because I'm, you know, like I said, I'm not quick to have sex with somebody. Guarded. I'm, yeah, I'm real guarded, but I'm not guarded to the point where it's like, damn, bitch, what the fuck wrong with you? Right. You know? Mm-hmm. But it, it was like for my safekeeping. Now I got my kids like that. My kids know y'all not going over nobody's house. I'm, Can't I'm spending an egg, don't Yeah, ask. I'm watching them. Don't you know, I'm talking to them. You know, this yeah. is the way people should handle you. If somebody's mm-hmm. doing this, just, you know, if you feel like it's not right, it's not right. Like, <laughs> you period. know, and a lot of kids don't know how to tell their parent like, oh, this wasn't right. Because a lot of times when I'm not doing right, I'm getting punished for it. I'm right. in trouble because yeah. I didn't do right. You know, mm-hmm. so no kid just want to go tell their mama like, look, I stole from you, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's how, like she said, you should open that door to where they feel comfortable yeah. and want to do it. I always let my son, you know, tell him like, you can be open with me. I'm not going to judge you. You know, I just want you to tell me because yeah. that's the worst thing. You know, having a kid commit suicide, not knowing, you know, I'm very involved with my son and what's going on with him because right. it's so much going on is, you know, kids gay mm-hmm. um, sooner. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have nothing against, against it, the, but right. it's just like it's starting so soon. It, I see they, the not even, they mind the not even made up yet. <laughs> Yeah, yeah and I'm just you like, don't even know yourself yet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you being pushed into that life because of what you've seen yep. or what you've mm-hmm. been through. Yep. And I feel like it's not fair. Yeah. It's no. not They're not fair. giving them an easy, um, a fair, a fair chance at life. At all. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say that again, that you are both strong women. Yeah. Um, Thank you. We, we appreciate y'all coming and, op- you know, being open. But like I said, it's going to be people that be like, oh, that happened to me. Oh, mm. All the time. You know, that I never was able to talk about it. They're going to feel some type of relief just hearing the conversation. Mm-hmm. Right. So. I have I got people DM me all the time. Like, I just feel like I can talk to you. I feel like I know you. Like, I, it be people telling me crazy mm-hmm. shit. And I just be like, oh, okay, because they know bits and pieces. Like, people know bits and pieces about me. You know, they know my... Like, I had somebody say, like, oh, I would have never thought your mama died. And it'd be like, damn, well, how somebody act when they yeah. mama died? But it is <laughs> people, people that be it. fucked up. Like... Yeah. You you can tell you ain't got no mama or that. Yeah. You can tell, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I kind of changed the narrative with myself. So in yeah. that way, I, I like when people come to me and be like, hey, I've been through this. I see you've been through it. So that's why I'm more of an open book on Instagram. Yeah, people hate good. it, but I'm like, I like being an open book because I got more people that can relate. Because mm-hmm. I yeah, know I don't I'm not even, the only person I don't really going Cause it's like I'm like, and you, and you know what? Actually, <laughs> interacting and talking about it, it's gonna make you feel better about your situation. Cause you're gonna be like, damn, mine's ain't even as worse as this person's. Yeah. Right, you know? right. Like, look at me complaining. No offense, you had eight years, but then it's another motherfucker that probably had eighteen, five right. kids. You know, mm-hmm. no family to help. You know, they in the system. Seen it. So it, it just can be always like, be worse. Yeah, I gotta be gotta thankful for my situation. Be thankful. Yeah. yeah. So. So we do got to wrap it up. Y'all are not alone. Okay. We, definitely gonna, we, def- we definitely going to have y'all at events. I'm yeah. definitely going to be checking in on my girl over there. Make sure you ain't sure, 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 being sure, triggered and shit. Yeah. We're going to check in on you. So um, can you let them know your Instagram or where to follow you and... 
Uh, my Instagram is underscore forbidden fruits. I am about to start cannabis. I am about to start um, doing my forbidden fruits as far as mobile. Oh, okay, I was wondering where that name came yeah, from. Yeah, I had to change it to do my LLC and all oh, that Okay, stuff. okay. <laughs> as long as you getting it together. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying. I was, I'm going to reach out to you for that. Okay. Uh, Cause you know I don't really okay. know how all this go, so I'm learning I as I go. But um, again, you can follow me at underscore Forbidden Fruits, and you can follow me also on Facebook, um, Kyra I L Y Michael Junior. Kyra I L Y Michael Junior. Okay, my uh, my Instagram is Big Key three one three, and you can also follow my business page, it's Silver Spoon Collection. Like I said, I have a clothing line as well. I do the fur jackets, the fur flip flops. I'm also in a Dream Rich Fashion Show this Sunday coming up, and I'll be um showing off my new uh fur collection that I got coming Ooh, out. Heat. Yep. And sure. y'all know where to find us, RT, adore the letter in Daisy. Please like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube. And comment on Apple Podcasts if you're listening. We thanks we thank everyone for the support and reach out to us and let us know what you think about this episode. Yep. Cool. Until next time. <laughs>